Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Somebody put a diaper on that thing. Well, this is the Dryland Farmer Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in. I am Brent Carlson, and I am your host of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. And back again with us always is our good buddy Landon. Landon, man, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, Brent? Man, just loving this dry weather. I can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of the wind. It's every day. It's more than I can even dream of. But you know, we're uh, in our un- we're in our unofficial rain count, rain less count. I'm going to say we're like 100, and we got to be like 180, even though we got that 600s of an inch rain landing. Of course, we all didn't get we all didn't get that like the, that massive three tenths that you got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure anything that's left on that's going away the next four days. Yeah, yeah. If anybody hasn't, if anybody's not into Texas Panhandle weather forecasts, let me give you a little lowdown on it. For the next four days, it's going to be from 88 to 92 degrees. Mind you, I put on a, and I don't know if everybody checked out my Twitter, which. By the way, before we go any further, you need to check it out. That's at Trader Brent. At Trader Brent, that's where you're going to follow the Dryline Farmer podcast on Twitter. And Landon? No twit, Landon, 44. Landon, you're kind of tearing up the Twitter waves now. You've got, what are you, what's your follower up count, count up to now? I think it's up in the high 70s, Brent. I've, I've been doing some work. And I tell you what, that's, that's just player status right there. Well, anyway, yeah, so follow us there on Twitter. But no, I posted a picture on Twitter the other day. It was 20, let's see, 23 degrees on Saturday morning. And uh, I went out about 6.30 that morning busting ice off of sprinklers. Thank God none of them fell down. None of them curled up. But they did bow out to about, I don't know, like they were 30 degrees out of sync with the rest of the sprinkler. The end tower, if you know anything about center pivots, they all run in a straight line around the center point. Well, the end tower was a good 60 to 70 yards out in front of the rest of the sprinkler. Somehow it didn't fall down. So that was a really great sight to uh, drive up on. And uh, anyway, so I felt like deadliest catch land, and it was pretty awesome. I had my freaking, uh, I had my uh, crab catching garb on, you know, my orange jumpsuit. And anyway, I brought a rake with me to knock the ice off the truss rods and the alignment cables. But long story short, it was a pleasant morning, you know, all the way until two o'clock when it uh, got to 32 degrees. So fortunately, nothing fell down, nothing uh, got curled up, and it's great and wonderful. But uh, it just goes to show you that when they say it's going to be 26 degrees in the night, it's really going to get to 22. And you're not supposed to run them till you know, below 30. That is the center pivot sprinklers. But nonetheless, we did it. I kept them going, and uh, we're here to live another day. But yeah, so we went from 22, 23 degrees on Saturday. And as we're recording this, this is Tuesday night. We are going to be at 90 to 92 degrees over the next three days. So that's what a seven, that's like what a yeah, 70 degree swing. In a matter of, and we've gone from a 70 degree swing here in like 24 hours before, but 
Yeah, we went from, we're going to do it in three or four days this week. But nonetheless, it's going to go from really cold and gloomy to really warm and gloomy. Because it's not only going to be 90 degrees, it's also going to be blowing 45 freaking miles an hour for the next three days straight. It's going to be great softball weather tomorrow. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that ball falls off the tee every time you get up to Batland for not ever asking me to be on the team. I usually go one for four. <laughs> you go, you bat, <laughs> you seriously bat less than 300 in softball, Landon? Yeah, sometimes I go down looking. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're not here to talk about Landon's Special Olympic softball team he's on. We're here to talk about chickens and your pet chickens more specifically and you're a loser if you have one you're a loser if you have a chicken wearing a diaper you know why you're a loser because the chicken now hates you more than anybody else hates you (laughs) that's the look i mean let's be honest that's the look the chicken gives everybody on you know on the planet they even give bad looks to each other if you don't have a pet chicken, you've really fouled up your life. <laughs> Are we going to really live through this for the next 20 minutes, Landon? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's just, oh, that's so foul. Anyway, but yeah, so pet chickens, I mean, most of us listen to this podcast, or most of y'all listen to this podcast, you know, you're somewhat ag-based, or you're all ag-based, so you know all about chickens, and you all know about the farm animals, and, and they're placed in society, if there is a society at this point in our lives. Pet chickens. Chickens belong either in the coop or on the plate. They don't. They, they don't belong in your family's. You know your vacation pictures to the Grand Canyon where you throw them up in the air. <laughs> you know. You know where those people take all those pictures where they take a picture where they're in midair like they're pretending, pretending like they're an obese Superman where you can't get more than like eighteen inches off the ground. Yeah, I, you've done those like on a weekly basis, Landon, haven't you? Oh yeah, every every wedding I've been in, you have to go show off your two inch vertical. <laughs> That's what got me on the uh, second string of the freshman B team that I never got to play on. That sweet vertical. Well, yeah. So we're going to cover pet chickens today. Uh, a few topics we might go over. Landon just found one really good story. I think it was from the. Let's see, where was it from? The L.A. Times, Landon. Yeah, you found I a. So. Uh, yeah, the L.A. Times. They just. They've always got real good quality conservative content. Well, this one's actually going to be a little liberal. But, uh, so yeah, the L.A. Times, they're going to give us most of our fodder. We also got a little fodder from a couple of our ag tweet Twitter friends. Uh, yeah, so at, at M. Gigger, <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> and also, uh, let's see, who was it? Jessica Domel. It's at Jessica Domel or Domel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's French or not. She talks about... Domel talks about chicken diapers, and then the uh, Michelle, the OG, right now she's the OG devil's advocate, advocate, sorry, and then she's got a little American flag, also, a.k.a. Michelle at M. Gigger. So at M. Gigger, she brought us a picture, and you can go to her uh, Twitter page, and it says, make it stop, and she's got a big old picture of a chicken in her chicken stroller. I do <laughs> not. It's even got a little laying spot for her egg to drop out the bottom. They got a little water bottle in there. Well, I don't want to get any further in this first episode, but we'll get to it. And I want to ask this question. It's always bothered me, and it's probably done been done at stand-up acts before, but whoever saw, you know, when back in the caveman days, you think they had chickens in caveman days, I don't know, but are they people just sitting around the campfire, and they see this chicken perched up on, you know, whatever it's perched up on a rock, and they all... <laughs> Like the smartest guy in the group says, hey, man, 
the first thing that comes out of that chicken's ass, I'm putting it on the skillet and throwing some grated cheese on it. <laughs> I mean, who, who thought of that? And then it became a big thing, which, I mean, I am impressed that they already had the cheese grater back in the prehistoric times in the cave. But, you know, I, I've been, we've been surprised by things less, less impressive than the old cheese grater. But uh, yeah, I've always wondered, did that, how did that get, how did that surface to the top of our food chain? Eating stuff that comes out of butts. But, uh, you know, I guess that's more first-grade talk than anything. But nonetheless, that's always kind of bothered me. Is that an American flag on that thing? Well, uh, this one must not be from California because I don't think they even fly the American flag in California anymore. I'm surprised that's not like a Che or like a Castro flag. I'm really surprised it's not like a rainbow flag. That's what you really expect to see over there in California. Rain, the Rainbow Coalition, the Poultry Coalition. But uh, yeah, so a few topic, a few topics we're going to cover in this second, our main segment, this second segment. Let's get over to my list over here. So yeah, we're going to talk. They're going to talk about chicken adoption, uh, maybe a government takeover, and what what place would the chickens have in a government takeover? Uh, any kind of underground chicken market, towns, unfriendly chicken. Uh, let's see, what is it? Chicken unfriendly towns? Would that be poultry poo poo? Would they poo poo chickens? Poo poo poultry? I don't know. I've always I always like saying that. But uh, so yeah, we're gonna bring in that, and um, there might even be some s- sex jokes. I don't know, red-breasted hens, cocks. <laughs> I didn't have you turned up on that one, Landon. So it's probably a good thing. But um, anyway, so yeah, we're gonna get into that after um, our after a visit from our poultry patron of the weather waves. That is Radar Ricardo De La Serio. He's gonna give us our weather update. Although it's not more of an update, it's more of just like a rerun of the crappy weather we've had for the last six months. But yeah, so Reno Ricardo, he'll be in here after our sponsor this week. Our sponsor is going to be this. I guarantee you this is an original. We only like original sponsors here. And it's a new and upcoming thing. Okay, so you've got daycare for your kids, right? You've got, you got to go to work. You know, you can't watch your kids all afternoon, all morning because, you know, you've got that, you know, that barista job that you've been longing for for the last 12 years of your life. What are you going to do with that chicken? I mean, they're not going to allow... Right now, they're not allowing chickens into the Starbucks. Well, this... Yeah, this sponsor, you're going to love it. A daycare for chickens. What do they call it? Welcome the cock block. <laughs> you bring your chicken on down to the cock block. It's a whole neighborhood where chickens can get together and <laughs> cluck about their owners all morning and afternoon until they come to pick them up in their strollers. I think I've got some friends that work there. <laughs> I know I did have some in college. <laughs> it's like I didn't need any more help to pick up chicks as it was. But yeah, so Radar Ricardo is going to love talking about that. So we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and then Radar Ricardo is going to give us our weather report, and we'll be back right after that. Do you need a sense of security when you drop off your pet chicken? Do you need that guarantee that your chicken will be loved, honored, and cuddled as if you were there your very own self cuddling your rooster? Are you searching for a neighborhood that can do all these things for your cock and hen? Well, search no more, because we here at the Cock Block will offer you the neighborhood, the loving community that your rooster and your hen can safely live in. From 9 to 4.30 every day, we will love and honor your cock and hen. We will pet your cock and we will rub your hen all day every day. And your cock and your hen will not be alone. They will be fed the finest grains they can eat 
Although they'll probably just eat each other's crap until you show up exhausted from your long day of work at the worm sorting facility where you sex the worms even though they're hermaphroditic animals. The cock block. The only place in California where you can guarantee that your cock and hen will be loved with the utmost care. Bring them down to the cock block right next door to the KFC and Popeye's chicken. This is a complete coincidence that we are next door to fried chicken joints. The cock block. We'll love your cock and your hen with our hands. Come and see us. Thank you very much. Hey, the next time you break up cockroach killers, you'll be picking your nose with some SA. What you think about that, huh, Cockroach? Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo De La Serio bringing your Dryland Farmer podcast weather update. Oh, Mato, check it out, man. La Nina, she's all pissed off again because, man, you ain't got no rain chances in your forecast, man. I'm looking at the five to seven day, man. Like all the wet stuff, man, it's like a horseshoe. It's like a horseshoe all around you, man. Even like, man, you want to know who's getting more rain than you? Palm Springs, California. Phoenix, Arizona. Las Vegas, Nevada. Man, Bato, they've all had more rain than you have. And you're in the freaking Texas panhandle. I mean, I know y'all don't get much rain to begin with, but, man, they're all in the Pizza Desert. But, hey, nonetheless, here's the rest of your week forecast, man. It's all gonna be, like, nasty and windy, like, today, tomorrow, and the next day, man. 91, 92, man. Man, Pizza Gringo can't live in that kind of weather when it's blowing 50 miles an hour. But, hey, cold front comes in, like, on Friday, Saturday, and, uh, you know, after that, it cools down. But it's still windy, man. It's all blowing like crazy and stuff. But, you know, that's, it's, once again, hey, it's our brill, man. You know, what can you say? That's what it does this time of year. But, hey, let's not forget our, our ridiculous sponsor this week. Hey, it, it thanks a lot, Brent. Hey, man, sorry. I'm just, you know, we got to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hey, it's Cock Block. It's a meeting place for your chicken, you know, for your rooster. And I'm not talking about those places where you get a chicken and you get a rooster and you tie it like a string to it and like put it next to those like 50 gallon barrels. It's not that kind of chicken, man. It's your pet chicken. Pet chicken. Pringles are crazy and local. Hey, the cock block. Your one stop shop, your one stop home for the daycare of your favorite chicken, your favorite pollo. Hey, they had to call it. Pollos Locos, like, you know, in Breaking Bad, but hey, whatever. Hey, this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you. Man, Brent, I hate these stupid commercials. Hey, thanks as always, Ricky. Uh, not very exciting news there, but, you know, we've learned to live with it at this point. Okay, let's get to the meat of this thing. And we're going to go straight to the L.A. Times. L.A. Times is a pretty bad, you know, liberal pinko commie rag, but they've got a good story. they got a good... Uh, Right up on these pet chickens in uh, in California. And, oh, wait for this very original headline. It's called, just guess what it is, folks. I'll give you a second. When the chickens come home to roost. America's chickens coming home to roost. Silence. That's right, you America-hating piece of garbage, Jeremiah Wright. The chickens are coming home. To roost. Well, apparently that's a literal saying in California because they're bringing in their own recliner. They're bringing in their own love seat. They're bringing in their own, you know, their own hot tub. 
I'm looking at My Pet Chicken's website right now. My Pet Chicken, go to it right now. There's a free plug for all you chicken lovers out there. You can get a townhouse for only $159. A townhouse. There's homeless people in America, and we're getting townhouse. Homeless vets don't have a place to lay their head. And yet these freaking chickens are, you know, they've got <laughs> they've got free Wi-Fi where they're going. Anyway, People are nuts now. I remember, like, back in the 70s, it was, I think, one... Now it's like one million that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh man, that's on a good day. Ugh, yeah, well, yeah, old Jack Nicholson, man. He he way he's way underappreciated for that movie. Look what he started. <laughs> he started petching. Yeah, Ugh. he should have stuck to The Shining. So this L.A. Times story. So let's go ahead and get into the first. So it's Jason Smith. Jason Smith rented an in-law cottage in Granada Hills this spring, not knowing that his next-door neighbors included a duck and a dozen hens. He discovered this on his very first morning in his new home when he was awakened before 6 a.m. by a barnyard racket. Smith emailed his outrage and a recording of the clucking, and to be honest, I wasn't initially sympathetic. Well, this author's really got some balls. L.A. is a jungle. Well, right there, it should be okay. L.A. is a jungle of cultures and lifestyles, and the city moves to different rhythms. My daughter's soccer games have taken us taking us to parts of the county where raising chickens is a form of subsistence farming and red-breasted hens are the neighborhood songbirds, as opposed to the North Hollywood red-breasted hookers who have stretch marks on their chests. <laughs> and they're the neighborhood songbirds because they're, you know, addicted to crack and methamphetamine. Goes on to say, but I imagine the music is less enjoyable if the chickens live next door. Whether it's barking dogs, loud music, or cackling hens... How much of a neighbor's noise should any of us have to endure? So last week, I checked in to see how Smith was coping. It's not going well, he wrote back. He begged for relief from several agencies, including L.A. Animal Services, the Paw Patrol, and the search and rescue team from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Anyway, so this neighbor says it's just not going well, but the chickens were still clucking. It's not like he lives in a pasture or anything, Smith said. It's a residential neighborhood. But still, a citizen's right to maintain chickens supersedes a citizen's common law right to quiet enjoyment of one's home. He concluded in disgust, no less. You know, I don't want to get all political here, Landon, but an illegal alien's right to maintain their freedom to walk across our border supersedes a citizen's common law right to enjoyment of paying over <laughs> overpriced garden gardening duties to a gringo who couldn't get a job at the Starbucks that their other friends did last week. Nonetheless, he goes on to say, chickens I learned while looking into the matter are everywhere in Southern California. That's right. If you go to animal shelter websites, Landon, you'll love this. You'll find chickens and roosters up for adoption right alongside the dogs and cats. Do you have to like register and go through a vetting process to adopt a chicken? Well, I would think there would at least be a background check involved. You know, do you eat chicken? Do you fry chicken? Have you, have you, can you, can, are you allowed to be within 500 yards of a chicken coop? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you a chicken offender? You know, it, it, I would say there's a pretty, pretty uh, in depth uh, background check on all these things. But yeah, so they ask, um, as far as adopting chickens, it's definitely growing in popularity, says Russell Sykes of, Chickens galore in Norco. Uh, I think we're going to have to look that up, Landon. Okay, so we paused the tape, but we're back on now. So we looked up chickens galore in Norco. 
They don't have a website. And that's pretty much all we needed to know. So we moved on to, uh, I think we already mentioned it, My Pet Chicken. And the uh, some of the products on My Pet Chicken are awesome. Uh, one that really caught our eye was the No Crow uh. Rooster Collar. Let's see. Did I say that right, Landon? I think so. If if you need a rooster that won't cluck, you're in luck. It's like a <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a shot collar for a rooster. This one, Landon, this one has is a bow tie for a no crow rooster <laughs> collar. Now we all know chickens. We've all seen chickens, and especially roosters. And what common trait do all roosters have? They all look pissed off all the time. Well, I guarantee you, you slap on a bow tie for a no-crow rooster collar, you will see the most pissed-off piece of poultry you've ever seen in your life. That's We're not even, we hadn't even gotten to the diaper you're slapping on this poor piece of meat to begin with. Yeah, this is a bow tie, no-crow rooster collar. I would love to hear what a rooster sounds like when <laughs> When he goes to goes to crowing at five thirty in the morning, and this thing freaking sends five thousand volts of electricity to every freaking feather and follicle he's got on his back, man. Oh, that is that that was. I mean, it would probably sound like somebody choking out Chris Christie after going to a hot dog eating contest. You know, just go outside and. You've got some wings just ready, ready to eat. <laughs> that that might be the that might be the quickest way to get your chicken done. I mean, you don't even have to pluck it. You don't even have to freaking cut its head off, man. Just make that thing crow until he cooks himself to a nice warm 160 to five degrees in the middle. And if they do, what if they did these to hens, man? Can you imagine how fast those e- eggs would be popping out of there? Hot dang, man! They can freaking crap through a screen door with that freaking collar on. But you know, Brent, if there's a if there's a best in show for chickens, I think the one with the bow ties probably probably got a good chance of winning. What what do you think the events would be in a best in show for chickens? I would think, well, I mean, before anything, I mean, it's best cluck. I'm you know I'm gonna go with best waddle. Uh, largest talons contest is always a big one where I've seen you know at the tri-state fair. Do the chickens have large talons? Landon came up with another good one, a best pecs. <laughs> the best pecs, get it? <laughs> and uh, also the most indifferent chicken. You know, the chicken that's there, I mean, he, you know he wants to compete, but the one that just looks like he flat doesn't give a crap, you know, mo- mo- mostly like a cat. You know, cats, they just are the most indifferent animals in the world. Uh, what would be a grand grand finale with Landon? I think the best grand finale would be to just line up all the chickens and then just cut all their heads off and see which one runs the farthest. <laughs> kind of a who's who of decapitated poultry running around the yard. Well, I mean, the best thing is at least you got chicken wings, you know, you got buffalo wings, you know, after the contest. So there's always that to look forward to. But, you know, since we're talking about California, what does California have other than pet chickens? That's right. It's got celebrities. And one of the biggest celebrities in, in California and Hollywood, Jennifer Garner. And she in, she named her chicken Regina. <laughs> Regina George. Um, Regina George. That she walks on a leash down the street on Sunset Boulevard. There goes Jennifer Garner showing off her Regina again. <laughs> Boy, I bet Ben Affleck would just freaking, I, no wonder their marriage is in trouble. But so, yeah, this one, and this one's on the Huffington Post, so it's another piece of garbage website. But the first the first line in this story says, uh, you can take the girl out of Texas, 
But you can't take the Texas out of the... Well, it doesn't say you can take the Texas out of the grill, but I don't know why Texas is not a chicken state. Uh, last time I checked, we are a beef state. But it says it's no secret that Jennifer Garner is a born and raised Southern gal. But fans were in a bit of a surprise on Monday when she introduced the fact that she had no friends. She also has nobody that loves her outside of Hollywood. Uh, but what it really says is she introduced one of her beloved pets, a chicken that she walks around the neighborhood on a leash. If there isn't a chicken lady day, there really should be. Well, as Lana just pointed out off off mic, uh, chicken lady day is Wednesday at KFC when you can get a dollar ninety nine chicken fried steak, Landon. If you didn't know, Landon, that's beef. That's not chicken. And while we're on the subject, that's got to be the finest piece. That's got to be the finest cut of meat at KFC chicken fried steak. That's got to be up there. I'm sure it's the same animal they get the McRib from at McDonald's. <laughs> I mean. When you have to mold a piece, I mean, you can call it whatever you do want to do. You can call it a rib just because you compress it into a rib mold that you found at the Play-Doh store down there on Rockaway Boulevard. So Garner goes on to say, if there isn't a chicken lady day, there really should be. And then she says, man, my life gets more exciting all the time. More exciting all the time. We were walking a chicken around. <laughs> yeah, I mean... How, how much bigger can you be? You were alias. You're married to one of the biggest douchebags in Hollywood. I mean, how much more exciting can life be? But, I mean, you are good looking, so, I mean, what are you going to say? But, so, anyway, I got this picture. You need to go to it. It's on Huffington Post, and it's not a news story, but once again, she's standing there grinning down at her chicken, and that chicken's just looking at her with the most freaking derision you've ever seen on the face of a creature that God ever created. Brent, I noticed that chicken doesn't have a diaper on. I wonder if she has to carry a little baggie around. <laughs> well, I think that's what's in her in her yoga pants there, that bulge. <laughs> I didn't know if that was Ben Affleck or Jennifer Garner with a bulge from a diaper, a chicken diaper in her pants. But uh, so, yeah, the chicken diaper, we didn't even get into that. But, Landon, we're getting along in the – we're going to be getting along in the podcast as it is. But I bet that chicken's looking up at her because her name or his name, that's the thing. You don't even know because it's Regina George. And I don't care if it is Regina George. It's still a man's name and a woman's name put together. Because, and I'm glad that you and me both don't know this, but it says it's Rachel McAdams' signature character in Mean Girls. Regina Regina loves long walks, dehydrated bugs, and kale. Oh, my God. I can't remember the last time I got so bloated off an overhydrated cockroach that somebody forgot to dry off. Nobody loves kale. I think kale. I would rather eat vine weeds than kale. But anyway, she, she goes on to say, Regina Regina hates carbs. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. So this chicken talks? <laughs> well, if you're naming your chicken, I guarantee you they've got their own language going on. So the author, they finished the article with this this uh, gold bar of a line. Garner only joined Instagram two months ago, but she's definitely doing it right. You know, I can't completely disagree with that, Landon, because at least she's not taking a picture of her meal like so many bags do on so many different social media platforms. I mean, it's I mean, she kind of is. I mean, if she's in, if she's still in Texas, she is kind of actually taking a picture of her dinner. It's just not, you know, fully prepared yet. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's it's a wild it's a wild world we live in, folks. But hey, that we're gonna cut this thing off. We're getting down there, and uh, once again, we want to thank a couple of our ag tweeps for uh, sending us a couple pictures and sending us a couple comments. Uh, old uh, M Gigger and uh, Jessica Domel, thanks for your comments, and uh, yeah. And I like your little play on words there, Jessica Domel. She said, have you seen the homemade chicken diapers? Chicken diapers. 
cracks me up every time. Hey-o! Well, thanks, girls. And uh, once again, Landon, thanks a lot for coming out and uh, showing us the ropes. Oh, anytime. All right, man. And um, we're going to cue that music up, and we're going to say that philosophical and uh, mind-endearing line. What side of the line are you on? The Dryland Farmer Podcast brought to you by... The Cock Block. We'll pet your cock and rub your hen. The Dryland Farmer Podcast. All rights reserved. 2018.